Hello and welcome to the Personal Development School podcast. I'm your host, Thais Gibson, and I create regular podcast episodes to teach you about your relationships, attachment style, and the subconscious mind. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how the biggest triggers you have as an anxious, preoccupied individual may show up for you in the workplace specifically and what you can do about this. And if you want to do a much deeper dive into this topic in general, like really reprogramming your attachment cell and how it may in- affect you in the workplace specifically. So let me know in the comments below as I dive into this today. Um, if you resonate with this, if you see some of these triggers that you have in the workplace with other individuals, and we spend so much of our waking life at work, like we spend 40 hours of our waking life at work. So, um, we're going to talk about in here, like how to actually feel good during those 40 hours. If we find ourselves feeling stuck or overwhelmed. So first and foremost, the biggest thing that tends to trigger anxious preoccupied in the workplace is exclusion. When an AP feels excluded, it's extremely triggering. And it often like really makes them feel again, like kind of an outsider frustrated and often in the workplace, when they feel this way, they'll, they'll be plagued with so much like hurt and frustration and kind of like sadness um, and a little bit of panicked feelings like that fear of abandonment sort of feeling um, that it can actually stop them from really feeling focused. And they may spend a lot of time trying to focus on like what's going on in the workplace without them and how they can get involved and be included and spend so much time on like that social aspect sometimes at the detriment of like their own relationship to whatever work they're supposed to be doing. Um, So that's a huge one. Another huge one is if they feel like they may get abandoned or their job is unsafe. Um, So again, this is relating to those big core wounds to a certain degree, but this can be something that if an AP doesn't feel like they have a foundational sense of like stability and safety in their job, um, they will often ruminate. They will fear. They will sometimes go into almost like a freeze mode um, outside of work where they feel like rather than like applying for jobs or seeing how they can solve for the problem or have a, bo- a conversation with their boss or, um, you know, ask their boss how they can improve and do these things that can really help to transform feelings of lack of stability or safety in your workplace. Because like if your job's not safe, instead of like taking initiative to try to improve and close the gap where improvement needs to be made. Sometimes APs will kind of like freeze or panic or vent to friends when they come home or vent to other colleagues, but not really like put their effort and energy into how they can solve the problem at work, which again is something that can um, be detrimental, right? It's like really important to try to solve for the problem. And that will usually help you get more and more safety in your job. I know it's not the same for everybody's industry, but um, that can be something to really pay attention to in all the different ways you can find that safety in different forms and in, in what's in front of you and in your control in the workplace specifically. Number three, dismissiveness or when people are short. Um, This often triggers APs because they will feel like, oh, maybe I'm not good enough or, um, you know, maybe I did something wrong. And sometimes they'll find fault in themselves or their own actions and worry that um, they made a mistake or they did something that was their fault. And they can really like, again, start ruminating about these things to a strong degree. If you find yourself in this position, communication is always key. Um, And in that course specifically that you can check out for free in the link below. Um, we talk about how to communicate through a lot of these problems specifically. Like if you're feeling like you were dismissed or you're concerned that you did something wrong, how to actually approach and address these things. Our next biggest trigger is um, number four, when they feel like somebody is rude, cold, or they're be, they being ignored. Um, again, similar to dismissiveness, but 
sort of like a cousin of dismissiveness. Somebody is like being rude or cold or actively ignoring versus just being short and dismissive, um, slightly different. And again, will really tend to get under an anxious, preoccupied individual's skin. Another huge one is when they feel invalidated. Um, if an AP feels not good enough, if somebody invalidates them or criticizes, criticizes them in like a harsh way, especially in their relationships to how they treated other people, they can really feel a lot of guilt or, or, you know, less shame, more guilt, but a lot of worry or panic. Um, and, and again, this sort of like plaguing fear of not being good enough. Also, if an AP, like keep in mind, it's not just the direct things that somebody does that trigger you. It can be an absence of something that triggers you as well. And for APs, if there's an absence of like encouragement or connection in the workplace, they can also feel um, really disempowered, um, sort of like flat, like APs tend to really need that approval from their workplace um, boss, relationships, coworkers, everybody. And that tends to motivate them and make them want to show up more and more. And then last but not least, our last two things actually are if they feel judged, um, this can be really triggering and, and hurtful to an AP. Um, and again, they can get like very caught in ruminating about like, do they like me? Am I liked? Am I disliked? Um, what can I do to be more liked? And again, it can like really move their focus away from the work they have to be doing and into things related to work that are not actually their work. Um, and then the last thing here is, if an AP has a difficult relationship to a boss um, or a superior and feel like they can't have an open conversation, APs more than any other attachment style tend to really need a close relationship or really healthy relationship to um, their boss or supervisor, their manager, their superior, because they project their relationship subconsciously from mom and dad or primary attachment figure in, a, in childhood. They project that onto other authority figures in their adult lives. And so whatever feels unresolved with mom and dad will often get brought into other relationships with authority, which is why you'll often find APs go into the role of like people pleasing with authority figures, because it's their subconscious strategy to get love when they have, when the subconscious mind makes those associations from, you know, parental relationships all the way to um, authority figures in adult life. So it's really important to reprogram those wounds as well, to learn to establish boundaries, um, to feel comfortable speaking up, to really tune into like how you're managing your time, and um, to move through potential burnout that APs can really experience. We have a burnout course you can check out for free as well for seven days, but a lot of burnout that can be experienced by APs because of the fact um, that they often can struggle with their boundaries and um, expressing their needs because they're so busy in that people-pleasing mode. So really important things to be aware of. I hope this all makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much for watching and for being here. And also we are reopening our wait list um, to round two. Um, class number two for October. We had so many requests for this. So we have class number two for October um, where there are a limited amount of seats to do training with me to become um, a certified coach and what I teach, everything about the subconscious mind, integrated attachment theory, which talks a lot about our core wounds, our boundaries, needs, and sort of overlaps these things with attachment styles. Um, so you can get certified in that. And I also teach you how to build a business, build funnels, organize your life, set up your time, and also make a career transition if needed. Um, so you'll learn a lot of that stuff in that it's a, a full eight weeks of training with me live. So um, the wait list for that will be below as well. And that's it for today. Thank you for watching and for being here. And I will see you in the next video.